The First Butterfly, Episode 24 A novel written by Jason Calibre, narrated by Chris Bander. Chapter 23 Lucky Lady snuck into a cemetery and crouched beside a statue, her form blending into the monument's shadow. In front of her, players gathered around a grave. This was not a typical gathering of mourners, but a diverse group decked out in flamboyant attire and heavily armed. Every class and character was here, from a paladin in polished armor to a mage dressed in a robe adorned with arcane symbols. They waited expectantly, with faces turned towards the grave as Lady pulled out her bow, knocked an arrow, and drew it next to her cheek. On Keith's screen, a set of crosshairs appeared as he aimed through a gap in the crowd and focused on an empty spot in the air above the grave. Oh, Keith, dear. His co-worker's lilting voice whispered in his ear. Hang on a sec, Brian. I'm working here. Brian just laughed. God's girl's image flickered above the grave the crosshairs precisely placed on where her belly button would have been if she actually had one. Lady loosed the arrow, and it flew true. But before it hit, a half-dozen other attacks fell the girl. Lady slung her bow over her shoulder and walked away, not even bothering to hide her egress. It's useless, Brian pointed out. Nothing's changed. Everyone keeps killing her, but she doesn't stop. I'm open to suggestions. Keith turned to his co-worker. That's strange, he thought. Brian looks worried. I've got a suggestion. We should ignore this. Brian waved at the screen. We need to update our resumes. She'll quit, Keith insisted. No, she won't, Brian responded. And corporate's going to clear the department. That's how they take care of problems. Once they see she's still in game Friday... They'll fire us and anyone else with even the slightest knowledge of this business. By Monday, an entirely new group will be running things. And what happens if the new group doesn't succeed? Upstairs will clean house again and bring in another. That's how Transworld's networking stays so innovative. Nobody lasts long enough to get stale. I don't think it'll come to that, Keith said. It looks to me like it will. Maybe we could get Phil and brainstorm some alternatives. The poor dears upstairs trying to save our jobs. Brian shook his head. Maybe we've been looking at this wrong. From the perspective of us keeping our jobs, all we have to do, really, is keep the people upstairs from noticing her, right? It won't work. The smart money is on us being gone by the day after tomorrow. Look, it's easy. We just need to make her disappear. Sure thing. No problem, honey. Brian let out a nervous laugh. I'm serious. I am too. What are you saying? We hire a couple of hitmen to take whoever's using that tune out? If you haven't noticed, we're not exactly mobbed up here. Nothing that drastic. Besides, we're virtually doing that. Keith pointed to the computer screen. All right, then. What do you suggest? Have I told you? I've decided on a new name for Lady. What? Keith was amused to find his apparent change of the subject threw Brian off balance. That thing we discussed earlier. Keith continued. You know, 
with everyone talking about Lady being a cop, I'm considering changing her name to Fancy Fiona. Will that get her off everyone's radar? It should. But why Fiona? It just sounds nice. The phone on Keith's desk rang, and he picked up the receiver. Thanks, Veronica. Please put her through. He said. Brian sat on the edge of the desk as Keith greeted the caller and listened. Yeah, thanks. If there's ever anything I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. What's up? Brian inquired as Keith hung up the phone. That was my old friend the police sergeant. The arson investigator determined an electric short started the fire. A patch of bad wiring in the wall ignited a stud. I'm no longer a suspect. That also means I can collect from my renter's insurance and not a moment too soon. My savings is almost wiped out. So you're off the hook. That's a break. For everyone but my landlord. He'll get nailed for not having smoke alarms and fire sprinklers. I told him it wasn't up to code, but he didn't listen. Now he's going to pay. Keith could not keep a certain amount of smugness from creeping into his voice. After all, Reuben did try to pin everything on him. You like that? I thought you two were friends. Were, but not anymore. Keith paused and considered something. I guess that means Gina wasn't to blame either. For a while, I was worried that she could have set the fire on her way out of the apartment. There was a girl there? Now things are getting interesting. Dish! Brian leaned forward with an eager expression on his face. Never mind her. Hey, I think I have an idea. All right. There might be a way to make our problem disappear. Honey, burning the game down won't work. This is the internet. There ain't enough fuel in the universe. Come on, I'm serious. Okay. What's your plan this time? What if we just rename God's Girl? Treat her the same as Lucky Lady. We just give the tune another name and let her fall off the charts. I've already tried altering her data. It can't be done. What if I convinced her to cooperate? Doesn't matter. Simply changing the tune's name won't work. Our software identifies non-payment and flags accounts as either paid or unpaid. Changing an identifier doesn't have any effect on its status. Different tag, same problem. What if I got her to limit herself to playing on a single server as an NPC? Theoretically, that could work. We don't look at NPCs because they're not users. Subscriber data isn't even compatible with NPCs. But, if such a thing were possible, the user would have to relinquish their control to our game's AI. For a player, it'd be the same as quitting. Put all that aside for the moment. Can you find a way to override an NPC's info with her data? It would take some doing, such as restructuring the overall parameters and modifying the records within the NPC's file. But, I might find a way. How much time would you need to do that? A few hours? Maybe a shift? Do you need help locating God's Girl's data? Honey, there are hundreds of copies to choose from. That's the least of my worries. Okay, then. Keith exited the game and pulled up a window containing a list of Glim3's servers. He quickly scanned the list and pointed to the computer screen. This one here, Castle Lake. I need you to return its status to PvE and set a few friendlies to attackable and modify the NPC data on it. I'll come up with an official standing statement 
saying that we've patched the bug and are restoring the servers. You are really going to do this? Change a player to an NPC just to hide her from the people upstairs? Will it work? It'll get her off the reports. But I doubt whoever's behind the account will go for it. You leave that to me. When Phil gets back, tell him I'm doing a little field work. In case he asks, where exactly will you be? Actually, I'm clocking out to swing home and see if anything survived the fire. But after that, I'm back on the clock to visit an outside consultant. I'll keep in touch with my cell phone. While I'm doing that, I want you to modify this NPC on Castle Lake. Also, when we bring the servers online, delete the NPCs and their surrounding environment off those. It's in an obsolete section of the game anyway. Nobody will miss it. I have a feeling this needs something unique. Making the NPC one of a kind might sweeten the deal for her. Keith wrote down information on a sheet of paper, grabbed his suit jacket, and headed towards the door. Good luck, honey. Thanks. I need you to do a rush job. Give me a call as soon as everything's in place. Thank you for listening to The First Butterfly, Episode 24, Chapter 23. This episode was written and produced by Jason Calibre, featuring the voice talents of Chris Bander and Jay Cal. Cover art for the podcast and ebook provided by Nancy Aphrodite. Theme music, Sun Still Rises, provided by Wanderbeats. Please visit our website, thefirstbutterfly.com, for a complete list of attributions, links, and other information concerning this patio book. You can help support this podcast by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. As always, we wish you all the best and look forward to sharing our next episode with you. Until then, have a wonderful week.